Friday, the 5th of March, 2021. Welcome to your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, the Biden administration has put Australia at the centre of its foreign strategy in Asia, which might not be so good for local exporters. Plus, two big corporate deals afoot from CleanAway and Zero, the fall and fall of Maya department stores, and the government defends its vaccine rollout program. Our lead story today, the Biden administration in the US has put Australia at the centre of its national security strategy, saying working with allies amplifies the US's power and ability to disrupt threats. In an aggressive national security statement, the administration nominated China and Russia as authoritarian states, said the world wouldn't return to the pre-Trump era, and added that democracies across the globe were increasingly under siege. China is the big threat the only country with the economic, diplomatic, military and technological power to seriously challenge the stable and open international system. The Biden administration said it wanted to reaffirm, invest in and modernise the North Atlantic Treaty Organisation and said core alliances with Australia, Japan and Korea were America's greatest strategic asset. He said the alliances had advanced shared interests and values and were a tremendous source of strength and a unique American advantage. They also helped hold China to account. It was the administration's first major statement on national security and puts Australia firmly in the firing line. China has already called Australia a toady of the US and slapped excessive tariffs and bans on local commodities, partly in response to our role in the region. The stance of the US administration and its enunciation yesterday is likely to raise Beijing's ire. That will have consequences for local commodities and economic growth. At least until 2020, Australia has generally been adept at walking the line between our greatest strategic partner in the US and our biggest commercial partner in China. This statement will make it much more difficult. In overseas news, Italy blocked 250,000 doses of the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine destined for Australia overnight, using new rules governing the shipment of vaccines outside the European Union. The doses were manufactured in Italy and the decision is set to trigger a diplomatic row. Brussels has warned Britain that it would break international law if it takes unilateral steps to ease the impact of Brexit on Northern Irish businesses. The UK on Wednesday said it would extend temporary rule exemptions to help companies adjust to new trading arrangements. And the Chinese National People's Congress meets today to rubber stamp the world's second largest economy strategy. The primary goal is to ensure the country doesn't expand too fast, triggering inflation, something most Western economies can only dream about. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Australia's largest waste management group, CleanAway, has approached global giant Suez about buying its Australian assets for an estimated $2 billion. The deal would have to pass the competition watchdog, and continues a shake-up in the waste management sector, both internationally and in Australia. Cloud accounting software group Zero has spent $242 million on a Danish workforce management platform, Plan Day, immediately adding 350,000 new customers. The platform simplifies employee scheduling and, in theory at least, makes managing labour costs easier. Zero has been one of the big success stories over the past year. While its share price fell yesterday, it's still up 50%, over the last 12 months. 
Retailer Maya has reported an 8% rise in net profit to $43 million. Chattel sales fell 13% and the group said it recognised $51 million in job seeker payments and $16 million in rent waivers. The department store's online sales now represent 21% of turnover. But what now for Maya? It was once the leading department store in the country. After yesterday's 11% fall in its share price, the group is now worth $242 million, about one-sixth the market cap of Kogan.com. A rise in exports triggered a $10.1 billion trade surplus during January, up $3 billion from a month earlier. Trade surpluses mean we're selling more goods overseas than buying from offshore, and that's good for the economy. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said the first AstraZeneca vaccine injections will take place in South Australia today. It comes as criticism is growing about the rollout of vaccines, particularly since the target of 60,000 jabs by the end of February wasn't achieved. The government's chief nursing and midwifery officer, Alison McMillan, said progress had been steady and we should expect to see an increase in the number of vaccinations over coming weeks. ANZ boss Shane Elliott said the Reserve Bank might have to raise interest rates earlier than forecast because booming property prices will create real social and political problems. He said the pace of growth of mortgage lending was starting to raise eyebrows. On Tuesday, Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe reiterated that he didn't expect to lift the official cash rate until 2024. In Tourism Australia yesterday launched its latest campaign to encourage holidaying, focused on convincing people to take more holidays in CBD hotels. Many hotels have been running at very low occupancy rates over the past year, and Tourism Australia will spend $6 million on the campaign. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.